I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something right. So I'm alive. Hey, hey, what's going on, peeps? We're at it again. Gap Sell Keenan. Gap Sell Keenan. This is where I let real salespeople who want to sell me believe their product or service can help a sales guy or help me. I let them sell me. And if it is good enough and I have a big enough problem, I will actually buy it. But I get to critique them. So today we're on number 10. Gap Sell Keenan number 10. And we have Simon Connell. Simon, my brother. How you doing? Good, baby. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. I love it. All right, my man. Let's get it. the floor is yours. Excellent. So obviously, purpose today is to find out a bit more about what you guys are doing, and you know whether we can help uh, or not. You know, it's uh, it's always good to get in there and find out a bit more about things that you're doing around uh, the employment process uh, for people there. So. Quick heads up on what we do. Uh, our system is designed to help HR system, HR, uh, HR teams save time in their processes, make their process more streamlined, and make the onboarding experience for new uh, starters going into businesses uh, a lot more uh, efficient and a lot more engaging as well, because we think it's important to get uh, people through that and make them better employees. So what I want to find out today is probably a couple of things from you uh, from you about how you're uh, recruiting people there, uh, the process that you're taking people through when you bring them into the organization, because I know you're uh, recruiting uh, quite a bit. I've seen it advertised on the newsletters and things like that in terms of people that you're bringing on. I also know that you've got a recruitment side to the company as well. And I want to talk a little bit about how you uh, talk to your customers about uh, onboarding new starters. And onboarding can be anything from the point when someone's offered a job, so after they've been selected from the recruitment process, all the way through to uh, them starting within the role and the uh, weeks and months and everything that come after that. Uh, because I think the whole thing's important. You know, it's you know, it's a bit like. If you, if you don't do the bit up to day one well, it's a bit like trying to do a sales call without doing a discovery first, uh, because you know you, you end up with someone who's not engaged in the process uh, right when they start. So give me a bit more background uh, on what you guys are doing there recruitment-wise. It's a pretty broad question. Where, it is. Where on the recruitment side? On uh, the, where, we sell, where we sell the recruiting for our clients or where we recruit um, uh, for our company? Well, let's let's start internally first uh, okay. and talk a little bit about that uh, about that process and what you're doing with that. Cause like I said, I've seen the stuff on the newsletters about you're recruiting people, you're bringing people on at the moment, and want to find a bit more whether that's kind of to do with the growth of the company and uh, or growth plans that you've got, uh, and then we can talk a little bit about the actual process that sits around how you bring people in from there. Okay, so what where do you want me to start? Uh, start with the recruitment plans for the uh, for the company and sort of how that fits into the broader strategy for you guys. Okay, so I think in 2020, we'll probably add two more full-time employees, um, most likely um, salespeople, and then um, we'll recruit two 1099, uh, one or two 1099s. 
Excellent. And does that kind of uh, fit into part of the growth plans for the for the business overall in terms of your what your strategy is for going forward? Yes, it does. One hundred percent. Excellent. So. Well, I'm guessing, especially for the salespeople, um, it's important to bring the right people in and have them performing as soon as possible. Uh, it, yep. And if, uh, you know, let's say you uh, you take someone through the recruitment process and then they don't start or don't come in or they don't seem to be a fit on uh, on day one. I mean, has anything ever like that ever happened to yourself or anyone that you, you're aware of? In yeah, the a guy about 18 months ago. No, not even a year ago, we had a hired a guy. I knew it was a bad hire, but I fell victim to my own bullshit. And so, yeah, we hired him and he lasted three months at best. So how did you know he was a bad hire? I just, he, he just didn't fit what we need, but he, we were behind in our hiring goals. We had a set of goals to drive out to the plan and, and he was basically queen of the pigs. And I was like, well, I convinced myself that he could do a portion of it and we'd figure out how to get the other portion done, but he couldn't even do the portion I was hoping he could do. So it, it was a shit show. Okay. And wh when did you start noticing that? Was that so like after he started or were there even warning signs? There were warning signs beforehand, but I, I noticed within the first 30 days. Okay. Excellent. Oh, that's good to know. Um, so in terms of the process when you're bringing those people in, obviously you've got an interview process that you're going through. Uh, I'm guessing you're involved in that in terms of get, finding the right people and uh, getting the right people into uh, into the process. And like you say, it's very easy to get a feel for people as they're going through that interview process. Talk to me about the process after you've said, yeah, this is the person, this is the guy, this is the girl, this is the person that we want to bring in. Talk to me a little bit about how that works. Is that pretty simple? We're a small company. We send out an offer letter. They sign yep. it. So usually after they say yes, send an offer letter. They sign the offer letter. We give them a start date. We enroll them in their medical insurance. We um, uh, get them. Uh, we have a list of all the stuff we got to get them. You know, we have an onboarding process, if you will, um, that that spends time. You know, getting them all the. Logins for all the for our sales stack that gets them set up on the insurance that gets the i nine down like all that stuff, and, yeah. And yeah, and then we get it. I don't know. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you manage that at the moment? I mean, you're, you're fairly. Uh, I mean, it's fairly low in terms of the numbers and stuff that you're bringing through. But is that just a, a spreadsheet that uh, that people keep on top of to make sure that all of that stuff's Dude, done? When you're only hiring shit, when you're only hiring one or two <laughs> yeah. people a year, it's not too yeah. fucking hard. You know what I'm saying? No. It's not like. It's not like I got eight people like, oh, wait, Jennifer, we don't have an I-9. Oh, snap, we forgot Tommy's insurance. It's pretty easy. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it, it, here's the person, here's the stuff, and it's yep. done. Yeah. No, that, that, that's cool. If that's, uh, if that's working for you at the moment, that, that's, that's awesome. Uh, so in that case, then, let's talk a little bit more about the recruitment side of the business. Uh, in terms of uh, like the what you're doing for people on that uh, on that side of things, because uh, what we find, especially when people are bringing sort of multiple people in or growing their sales teams, maybe a bigger number than the uh, the number that you're bringing in there, getting those processes done can be tricky, and making sure that everything's done in time and that the process feels good for the people go going through it as well is a really key part in terms of getting them. Uh, getting them started. So with the people that you're recruiting for, are, are there kind of like massive numbers of salespeople that you bring on for some of these organizations? Because uh, you... no, we haven't we haven't put as much energy into this. And 
I keep saying every year is the year we're going to double down on recruiting, but I don't because we end up having other stuff that's more valuable to us, like the training yep. and we're doing an online training coming up and um, we have too many trainings. I can't do them all anymore. And so now I, I got to hire, hire trainers to do it and you know, blah, blah, blah. So the recruiting piece is primarily for our existing clients who, when I'm out consulting or I'm doing training, they're like, oh, hey, we got to hire some more people. All I have to say is, well, we can do that for you. And because it's contingency based, like, oh, that'd be great. And find good gap sellers. So we, I go over to my recruiter and off she goes. So, you know, like, I mean, it's really not, the numbers aren't that big. And uh, uh, we're not, we haven't really invested too heavily in that. It's super competitive space. It's it contingency. Is. It's finicky. So it's just sort of a nice value add that we have on top of it. And hold on, Jack Stern, if you're still listening, brother, keenanshirts.com. Go get yourself one. Go get yourself one. All right, keep going. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, when you're, when you are taking people through that, that process, so I know it's contingency, it's call off, it's every sort of now and again, do you ever have people that you sort of like find within that process, you take them through the recruitment process, you start to, uh, you, you get the uh, customer to select them and then they don't start or they uh, ever fall out of the process. Uh, so, from that yeah, so at one point in time, at one point in time, several years ago, I doubled down big time in the recruiting process, probably why I'm not too keen on doing it again. <laughs> and we I had three recruiters and we had a sourcer and we had a salesperson. I think I had five, four or five, six people. Um, and we were finding people left and right. And we'd get them all the way through and most of the way through and they wouldn't get hired. It was brutal. Like we took a pounding that year. I think at one point in July, we had submitted like 80 or 90 or 100 people and um, hadn't had a placement, had one placement. So across, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten different, I can't even remember how many, it was several years ago. But now, no, not really. Uh-uh. Okay. No. That's, uh, that, that's cool. If it's not, a, yeah, if it's not a key focus for you guys, then, you know, there's uh, that there's not a massive stuff uh, piece of thing that we can uh, we can help you with there. You know, we we because we deal with as well as uh, sort of like internal uh, HR teams and recruitment teams bringing people into uh, businesses, but usually in sort of like the sort of 20, 30, 50, 100,000 uh, new starters a year. Yeah, so that's my question for you, right? Yeah, so sure. I see you're trying to find a problem. I see yep. you trying and, and you're doing okay. But my, I, my first feedback to you is why did you even think that I was a, a, a customer, to be perfectly frank? So I, I saw the recruitment plans and stuff that you had. I saw sort of like some of the uh, people that you had on LinkedIn. Uh, I wasn't sure whether that was the full size of the the business. And you know, even for some of the some small companies, we find that it can be a bit of an issue because you've got a relatively small team, limited resources, and you know, sometimes it can be a you know, we just want a quick fix to. How to do you define a small process. team? How do you define a small team? So uh, we've got customers who. You know, across their management function, they've only got four or five people, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe one of them has a responsibility for the process of bringing new people in. But maybe but they only have four or five people. Yeah. Who are they bringing in? Because they can't be four or five forever. You hire two people, you just double true. the size of the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that, that's true. Uh, so, so yeah, it was. You know, I, I wanted to find out a bit more about that and whether there was more behind it. But then there was also that recruiting side that I saw as well. I didn't know how heavy that was for you guys, how much involvement there was there. So I was trying to find out whether there was a bit more behind that, into because I know from people that we deal with who uh, are recruiting for other people, they get that kind of headache that uh, that you used to have, where they are sort of like selecting the people, they're taking them all the way through the recruitment process, they're even getting to the to the point of offer, but then they're not getting them to start, or they're dropping out early. Well, how do you fix that? How do you fix that? 
So we we've got a uh, a, a system that pe keeps people uh, keeps people in the loop because typically what we see recruiters uh, either let their customers. Yeah, no, that's not, that was not our feet. problem. That was yeah. not our problem. Like our problem was not people falling out because they were out of touch. Or we yeah. weren't there. They were falling out because the customer, for whatever reason, at the eleventh hour decided not to go with them, or they uh, got okay. another job somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? But it, it yeah, was, yeah. It was, yeah, it wasn't because of process issue or because they were being neglected. I think that'd be a big company problem. Uh, it, it can be, yeah. And that was where I didn't know who you were recruiting for. Obviously, I, I got the sense that it was some of your customers, but uh, I know that you consult with some quite big organizations at times as well. So uh, it was, you know, I wanted to find out a bit more about that. Because so I, if, if I were you yes. and I were doing something like, look, I get, I get that this is slightly unorthodox for you, right? But <laughs> yeah. if, if I had someone similar to me in the future, I would have cut to the chase. Yeah. Like some of the very first questions I might ask is, um, tell me a bit about your hiring. You did ask this, but I would have I would have wrapped it up with, tell me a little bit your hiring process in the number of people you bring on board every year. Yep. Right. And I'm gonna have some ICP in my little brain, and if it's less than 10, 20, 50, I don't know what the fucking number is. If it the number is less than X Y Z, my yep. next response is, hey, listen, Keenan. I really appreciate you taking the time, but we found, now watch what I do here. We have found that for companies that bring in or hire less than eight, 10 to X number yeah. of employees, we don't bring a whole lot of value. It'd be my pleasure to talk to you more, but I don't want to waste your time understanding, generally speaking, the value we bring yeah. is highly diminished at organizations of your size. Yeah. Done. Uh, like yeah. just done. And then you go to the recruiting side and ask the same question again. Tell me about the number of people you recruit on a regular basis. And then I would have followed that up with how often do you – specific numbers. How often do you lose yep. um, people in the process? And or what is your placement rate? If the placement rate is, is really low, my next question is, is that placement rate a result of people being neglected, being lost in the process – not, um, I feel, uh, not being contacted soon enough, or is it just simply the, the, the buyer not think it's a good fit? Yeah. Because you can't fix the second one. No. But if you find out, if I say, yeah, we keep losing them because we forgot to get their resume in, or we lost them because they sat with no one talked to them for two weeks, yep. and I'm doing 100 or whatever your number is, now you got a problem. But I yep. could have had that whole conversation in about four minutes. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's good shout. Good shout. Dog. No, no, it's. Yeah, it's, don't it's, apologize, but like, like you said, usually when I'm uh, having these conversations, we kind of know a bit more of that detail. Quite often, people have either come to us, or we've reached out and found that there's some kind of issue that they're connecting with. So that's 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 really good take because there's sometimes when we don't have that background. Yes. Those, those are really really great points to nail it down. Yes. Yes, yeah. like that's so, that's why I gave you the advice. Fucking, if yep. you already know it, you don't. You're not going to be in this position. Yep. The whole point is to be able to process the conversation to get as quickly and as effectively at where the problems could live. Yep. Right. And to, and, and to get there quick, the one thing I'm noticing in all of these, this is number 10 now, is no matter how much you guys read this shit and how much you get, you guys are all over the place. Your ability to be laser focused, it's literally like you're a doctor and you know you work on a human, but you don't realize you're a heart surgeon and particularly you don't realize you're a you're a, a, a cardiovascular surgeon who works on a particular part of the heart and you're asking about my damn freaking fingers. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. they're connected, and I know you're going to get to here and get hit here, but why the hell, why are you starting out here? Just get right to it. Yeah. Do you get tired walking upstairs? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's cool, because that's one of the things I was going to ask, because I do, obviously, the discovery calls with people quite often. I find that sometimes they take a while, but if, if I'm not being laser-focused enough, then that's, that's probably why. Yes. So, so this has been very useful. Yes, very here, useful. Here's, here's how it breaks down. If you did a pick, you should know, did you do a pick? Do you know what problems you were trying to find? Yeah, yeah. So I was trying okay. to find either the time issue internally, because uh, that's a really big one for people, or that people dropping out for for recruiters. Good. That's Let's go one. with the time one internally. You should yep. have asked that right away. So if you, if you weren't going to ask how many people I recruit, which I think, I mean, higher, yeah, you should yeah. ask everybody right away. Yep. But even if you didn't ask that one, you should ask right away. Keenan, how much time do you think on average it takes you to get somebody onboarded? And I was like, I know, a couple of days. And then you might have said, well, that's not, a, that's not too bad. Then you might have said, well, have you ever, what are the steps to walk through that? Have you ever lost something, not got something done? Um, have, have someone out of compliance, forgot an I-9, didn't yeah. get them signed up? And the answer is no. You got nothing. Yeah. Like th two, three questions. Done. Yeah. Like all that other shit. <laughs> Waste of time. Yeah. But, okay. uh, oh, but, but old bad habits die hard, don't they? Yes. yes. <laughs> but it's okay because here's yeah. the cool part. Those questions you ask aren't bad questions no. if you get more of the answers you want in the, when you go right at it. Yeah. So if I say, yeah, you know what? I have lost a bunch. Could you tell me more about that? What happened? Yeah. Okay. And then, you, and then you say, oh, you're going to hire 50 people this year. Are you concerned that's going to happen again? Yeah. Right. Um, to walk me through what you did after having to keep it from happening again. Well, we really didn't do anything. We just said pay more attention. So what are you doing to track that? Right. Uh, we use an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. Is it, are you using it in Google Docs or are you using it isolated? So now you have version control. Like I can go out once I start here. I yeah. don't know why everybody wants to start way the fuck out here and try to come in. That's like, you're going to miss it. Get yeah. here and build on it. Okay. And if you can't cool. get here, then you got nothing. Yeah. Is yeah. That fair. That is, that is, that's, that's really good. Cause okay. like, like I said, I feel like I've been spending too long in the discovery call sometimes. Um, but yeah, just starting there and building out uh, rather than trying to find everything all at once at, yep. uh, at that broad strategy level, then um, yeah, that, that's, that's really good. Thank you very much for that. My pleasure, baby. My pleasure. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to change the setup right okay. now because I want to give back to everybody watching. So from now on, I better make a note or I'll forget. After somebody's done, the reward is I'm going to give you 10 seconds or 15 seconds just to tell everybody who you are, the name of your company, and what you do yep. so that if they have that type of problem, they can call you. Yeah, have sure. Yeah, okay, cool. So my name's Simon. Uh, the company uh, is Web Onboarding, uh, and we have a tool that helps HR teams streamline their process uh, and uh, onboardees have a better experience starting so that you get more people started and, uh, and through the door and being more effective from day one uh, so, that, uh, so that businesses can grow and ultimately be better businesses with better environments for people to work with. Beautiful. So that was all future state. I can live with it. You got your 15 seconds. In the future, if you want my opinion on an elevator speech, Yep. Add the problems. Okay. So cut okay. half of that future state in half with, oh, you can have this, you can have that. Get rid of that and say, so therefore, if you're an organization that is losing employees in the process, if you're an organization who has struggled with getting people compliant with I-9 and or um, whatever, however else you're defining onboarding, yep. describe some of those problems and yep. end it with, we can solve that. Okay. 
Which one sounds more exciting to you? Yeah, the, the yeah, sort of get, getting the problems in front of people, and, yes, and, and then saying that you can solve it. Yes, because if someone's listening and they're like, "Yeah, I, I hate when that happens," what are they yep. going to do? Yeah, they're they're going to pick up the phone. They're, they're yeah, gonna they're put here, we're a web tool that helps people onboard better. <laughs> it makes your life better, and everything's cooler. They may think their onboarding process is fine. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Good stuff. Yeah, All right, oh, I like that. All right. Well, thank you, Simon. I appreciate it. Thank you. Everybody Peter. else. Appreciate the time. Yeah, of course, baby. I, look, like I said, everybody else, you got the balls for doing it. Good on you, man. Good on you. So, everybody, thank you for listening to Gap Sell Keenan number 10. If you have a product or service that you think a sales guy could use and you want to Gap Sell me, hit me, DM me, and I will take this call. And if I need it, if I have a big enough problem, I will buy it. So hit me up and let's make it happen. Outside of that, I have we've had one woman and it was a we messed up technologically. So come on, ladies. Let's see what the ladies can do. Let's make it happen. All right, everybody. Thanks for paying attention. Until next time, you know what I'm gonna say. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it, get it. Hate means I do something.